Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at thatsquestionable1 on Twitter. Welcome to That's Questionable, the podcast. David, Nathan, and Jim here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. <laughs> I heard somebody do it once, and I thought I'd try it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. How you doing, Jim? Um, I'm pretty good. Good. Pretty good. How about you? Hey, uh, Titans victory yesterday. It's victory victory Tuesday. You did know, you watch the whole thing? I did. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Big, uh, big Should have went for three. Should have went for three. Yeah. Well, he didn't. And they, did. uh, they got stuffed. They did. Derrick Henry is the man. So. Yeah. Um, I got sucked into fantasy football this year. Yeah, me too. And, uh, you know, it, it has a way of ruining actual football. Yeah. As, hmm. you know, I'm watching the Titans. Uh-huh. Playing against Buffalo, yeah. I happen to have three Buffalo Bills on my fantasy. Yeah, but you're team, a Titans fan, and I'm a Titans fan, and yeah. I find myself rooting against them. I'm playing Jackson. Yep, Nathan's oldest son, who and has, he Derek has Derek Henry. Henry. That's right. Yeah, and you know, it's like uh, okay, uh, and you're just hoping he's going to trip and fall. Well, you're, <laughs> it's just you're, you're thinking, okay, yeah. how can I manipulate this? How can I want the Titans to win? Yeah. And yet, Derrick Henry only scored two touchdowns and 100 yards instead of three touchdowns and 140 yards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's impossible. It does. It ruins the way you watch football. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one and done on this league, by the way. I, I You're like, I'm out. I, I, I can't do it. You're like, I have to root for the Titans. I have to root for the Titans. Yeah. I even had the Bills defense, yeah, and I still was rooting for the Titans. Yeah. yeah. You had the Bills defense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm telling you what, Bill's Bill's head coach, psh, wrong call. Yeah, wrong. And I missed call. the end of the game. Yeah, he went for it. It was fourth and one. They had to get to the what two yard line, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere around there to get. And there was 18 seconds left yeah. in fourth, the game. Fourth down. Fourth down. Fourth and one. They just have to get one more yard, and they could have a half first a, down. Half a yard. Half a yard, and but they could kick a field goal and be tied 34-34. And, you know, which they had a lot of momentum going. They just drove down the field. You know, they're able to move the ball and you're sitting there going, you know what? Take it into overtime and let it go there. And they didn't. And Josh Allen got under center and got stuffed. And he went left of the center. He should have followed his own nose guard. But he didn't. His own uh, center, and he didn't. He went left. And who's number ninety-eight? I don't even know That's who that uh, is. Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, dude, he was right. He just squeezed over, and he was right there, and he hit him. And Josh is Allen's foot slipped out from under him, so he had no leverage, and just went straight to the ground. And you know, and it was just, and then the game was over. But, yeah. But. You know, I get it. You know, you're like he's six four. He weighs what two forty something yeah. like that. He's a big guy, but but I'm just like I don't know. I don't know. 
I think we were all in the room going, kick a field goal, except for Graham. Graham's like, go for it. And I was just like, well, you know. But again, you know, they could have gone into overtime and it didn't work out for them then either. But t- Titans won. That's all that matters. Yeah. The Titans no, won. That's all, all that matters. So, mm. Well, football. <laughs> we just... Yeah. I can hear uh, iPhones clicking off all over the world. Because we do have a worldwide following now. Yeah, right? that's right. Well, we have yeah. a lot of Titans fans that are still listening. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to use the word a lot. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> Actually, that's two words, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jim, you have a question. I do. Um, so let's, uh, let's ask this question this week. Uh, from a couple different angles. But the question is, is there hope? Is there hope? Uh, it, it, and this, once again, is a, uh, a topic that comes from, uh, from a listener or two. And uh, when, I, when I think about the question, I, I see it from a couple different angles, which I think we should... Are you referencing the Titans making it to the Super Bowl? <clears throat> no. No, okay. No. Nope. There's no hope. Completely off, off that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, Man, I, I just got the evil eye. Yeah, we don't, we don't say those words, but I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, Ohio State fans. <laughs> screwing the whole podcast up, but go ahead. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I've given up on my Seahawks. But yeah. Um, yeah, so is there hope? Uh, and I, I can see a couple different ways to approach this. I'd love to get you guys' ideas on, on both, if not more, uh, aspects of it, but, but one, uh, a number of folks who, uh, are still, uh, in caught up in religion would ask, uh, well, where's your hope? What, where's your hope now that you are not putting it in salvation or, or like, you know, like we've talked about in the last few weeks now that you great. I was looking for a certain Bible verse. So I got you. And, and it, it has giant chimes. Evidently. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I won't read that verse. I had to do with hope, but yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> So far, so far it's been a train wreck, but okay. That's okay. Yeah, I hope we get this back on track. Yeah, you hope? Yeah. You think, is there hope for that? Yeah, there is. <laughs> there is. Anyway, yeah, that. And then, and then I think the general question, uh, is there hope for the world? I mean, is, if there is, what, what is it? And is there hope for, for this world? Because, I mean, things seem to be as messed up uh, right mm-hmm. now as they've ever been. And if not more so, and so uh, there's there's uh, my question, thoughts. What hope did we have? Uh, that's why I was looking for the Bible verses. What hope we had uh, when we were, you know, in the church and evangelical Christians? I mean, what? Um, we thought we had a lot of hope. I don't know how much hope we actually had. But I, I think um, I, I, part part of my um, – I would look at people outside the church that weren't Christians, and I'd be like, man, how, how do they go through life without having any hope? So I, I guess that may be one place to start is what what hope do, do Christians have? 
What's the okay? So let's maybe we need to define it. What's the hope that Christians would say they have? I well, mean, yeah, what that's what that's say? what I'm getting to. Yeah. So they would say the hope is is that um, they've put faith in Christ, and this faith in Christ will have saved them into the afterlife. That they would live eternity with God, hmm. um, worshiping God and serving God for eternity. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be the hope. The hope is is that they would go to heaven, the description of heaven, not not be punished eternally for hell. That's that's the hope. We I, all I agree think that's on part that. of it. I think that is uh that's the main hope. But I think there's a daily living standpoint to that mm. that every day they get up and they realize that God's in control and and if something bad happens from the day then it may be an opportunity for you know, for them to yeah. witness to somebody or, or, um, an opportunity for them to learn more about themselves. Or I, I think, you know, there's always a positive whenever I was going through struggles, I always tried to work that into a positive that this, you know, what's God trying to teach me. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's always a hope there that even no matter what happens in your day, God is in control and, Either it's going to be a blessing or it's going to be a learning experience, but either way, it's going to lead you to a deep, deeper relationship with Christ. Okay, um, I think that's a form of hope. I mean, you, you know, you just you had that that confidence, that hope in 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 God's sovereignty and uh, and and knowing that that you are, you know, is the focus of not the focus of attention. I'm not really explaining that very well, but I think you guys know what I'm trying to say. I I think I'm getting it. I mean, that sounds that, that, you know, there doesn't, that doesn't sound like there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's like rom communism. It's, you know, (laughs) everything's going to work out. Uh, you know, maybe not how you think it is, but we've recorded our first Ted Lasso (laughs) reference, Mm -hmm. but it's, uh, it's going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so is there a flip side to that? I mean, is, <laughs> you know, we were talking about this before we started recording and there's so much hope there that you, there's certain things you don't have to worry about here as in like the environment. So the, the hope that God's going to renew the earth or, you know, what's here is going to burn and fire. It's going to be a new earth, new heaven, new earth, all that kind of stuff. Well, that hope really leads to, to I think, some um, disregard for the planet and the environment, mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, people on our side that are not evangelical Christians or are are you know deep in that mindset. Um, since I've left the church, I've become a lot more environmentally conscious. This is the only earth we have. We need to protect it, and we need to we need to do what we can to minimize waste and and um, and recycle and all the things that that we need to try to do. And uh, and I think I think I think that part of the Christian uh, hope is damaging because I don't I don't know many Christians that are very big in, environmentalist. Matter of fact, I don't know any. Yeah, I would have to agree. <clears throat> I would have to agree. And the other question too is is it, it's that you know that you're referencing a new heaven and a new earth. 
It's like, well, what happened to the old heaven? Was it not was it not good enough? Well, I think there's like some kind of uh, remodeling show being. I mean, I don't oh, know what it is. It's on is HGTV. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, as long as it's better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I think they're supposed to be remade. You're the end times person. I'm, yeah. I'm just, well, I, I'm just I, some I, smuck I that taught apologetic. I've never really thought about that until literally just right now. But it it is. I mean, you talk about new heavens and new earth. And, you know, I'm sure maybe there's some other, I'm sure there's some kind of reference or some kind of thought or, or commentary behind that. But um, it's interesting. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so hope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems, it, it seems that uh, it, putting your hope in, in something that is way out there, you know, which is after life. Um, it, it appears to, to be detrimental to this life, mm-hmm. um, in that, you know, not, not the positive attitude like you were describing earlier or those kind of things, but, but more the, uh, you know, there's there, it very much feels to me like, like so many, uh, in, uh, in those circles, those, those religious circles are, are just to prove themselves right, willing to just burn the, burn it, yeah, burn it all. Just, you know, mm-hmm. just to, just to prove they're right. They'll do everything they can to obstruct, um, progress. Uh, they'll do everything they can to damage, um, you know, the environment and damage other people, um, outside of their circles. Yeah. Um, it, 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 putting your hope out there is, uh, very much seems to me like turning your back on, on the here and the now, you know, and the truth of my hope is, is eternal life and being with Christ. All those other people outside of that have no hope. You know, you pity those people, you, you know, which should make you want to share the gospel. I'm convinced that 99% of the people in church don't share the gospel. Uh, if they do, it's not the right kind of gospel they think it is. But um, but it's that it's almost like that arrogant confidence that I have the hope that, you know, all you wish you had. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's looking outside the the echo chamber and saying, you know, all of you don't have any hope because there's only one hope you could have, and that is the hope of of Jesus Christ and and the hope of eternal life. And now's the time you can refer back to the hell episode. You know what the hell? Because that's what's waiting on you if you don't that's right. have the hope of Jesus. Yeah, Penn and Teller. Um, the, you know, the comedians, they're in HBO and, um, what's, uh, um, which one was the tall guy? Pen. Pen. That's what I think. He made that reference years ago that said that if you're a Christian and you believe that believing in Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven and that's your only hope and that if you don't believe that you will die in eternal punishment and, 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 and go to hell. 
that and if you don't aren't dedicating your life to share that with as many people and screaming it every single day all your waking hours then then it's it's then you actually don't really believe it. Yeah. It's cruel. I, I, I'm slaughtering. Everybody should go look and see, and we should probably put a reference. But he's making a com- He's making the reference that if you believe that and you say nothing, then you're a cruel human being. Yeah, you don't really believe it. Yeah, yeah I think that's or the you thing. don't believe it. Yeah, if you if yeah. you truly have that hope that yeah. there's only one way and you you've got the way, that's your what your hope is. Yeah, and that makes your life that much better because you have yeah, you know, hope of the glory of of God, and you don't. Do everything in your power to share that hope. There's a lot of people that do. I mean, there's a lot of people that dedicate their whole lives to doing that. But like I said, 99% of the people don't. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, my guess is probably, uh, you know, a large percentage of the people in church have never really shared the gospel with anybody. Yeah. Uh, now they may go on a mission trip and share it in a little vacation Bible school or something like that. But they share it in an atmosphere where that's invited. They yeah. share it in, a, in an atmosphere where that's encouraged. Well, They're not going up into Manhattan and standing on a corner and trying to get every person that walks by to engage in a conversation of the gospel. Yeah, see, some of that. Uh, I, I was in D.C. a couple of, uh, I guess, about two months ago, and there <laughs> which was, those people are annoying too. But <laughs> D.C. <laughs> no, no, no. The people who stand on the corners and screaming. Well, that—that that was but, my point. Is there was yeah. a, there was somebody on the corner, uh, you know, preaching, and I should have taken a picture of it. But he's sitting there preaching about the hope and the glory of God, and literally there are five tents by, beside him in a park of homeless people, and so I'm just sitting there going, "That's great, you know, but you could actually help somebody right now." I mean. Yeah. Go buy them some water and hand out water. There's a lot of things you could do to help yeah. those people. Uh, but but his only concern was sharing the hope of the gospel, and it was totally uninvited. Yeah. But he, that's what he was led to do is go out there and do that, and so that's what he did. And it's like, you know, that's not really helping anybody. So it, it, I'm sitting here thinking, listening, but why do you think the Bible is written in a way or, or the Bible is understood in a way that causes hope to be for something that nobody's ever seen or experienced. <laughs> like, what's the point of that? Do you think the writers of the Bible go, okay, we're telling people to have faith in something that they've never seen, never experienced. Um, I think that's where the resurrection. Have, and to have hope in that. But I think that's where the resurrection account comes, comes into play. That we that we do have a some sort of an example of the glorification of Jesus that that's what awaits us is is that type of um, eternal life. So I think we do have a representation of that in the in in the Gospels. Um, but that's about it. I mean, I take your point. I mean, it's we're hoping for something that we don't even comprehend. Yeah, that that nobody's ever experienced. Yeah, in real life. Yeah. Well, if you have, you've written a book on it. <laughs> I've sold millions of copies. What is it? Two minutes in heaven? That's a. I think that's a game. Never mind. I thought it was that's, three minutes in hell or something like that. Yeah. The little kid wrote, or hey, we should share the video on this podcast. The little thing. No, never mind. The one about the where you remember where the kid was. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's yeah. funny. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, the one with but, the yeah. I got you. Yeah. The, the skit deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. funny. 
Now nobody knows what we're talking about. But, right. but is is that what religion does? <clears throat> does does religion cause us? Is is its religion's game to try to instill in hope in something that nobody even knows exists? I mean, it's it's definitely a tactic. Um. Yeah, it's it, it. There's aspects to it that are just baffling, is it, because it, it 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 does appear to be, uh, you know, smoke and mirrors. Hmm. That there's there's uh, calling something hope, while uh, acting as if everything is hopeless. You know that every bit of <laughs> every bit point. of every bit of action. Every bit of uh, word and deed is about the hopelessness of it, the, about the sinfulness of, of each and every one of us, you know, literally from birth, uh, and that there's, uh, there's only one hope, and they're going to define what that is. Um, it, it's, it really, uh, and, and, you know, that's been a, a big part of, of, of my journey is, is, is the realization of that. It's like, man, this is not, this is not hopeful. I don't, I don't experience hope right. in this, uh, that this is hopeless. This is people, uh, I, uh, who are unwilling to pitch in and join in with others. They want to separate. You know, they want to come up with their own stuff. You know, back to your question, Nathan, you know, wouldn't people be out there just uh, sharing and trying to get everybody to come? Well, yeah, but that's kind of hard. So we should, I don't know, let me think. Let's figure out a way so we don't have to do that. Oh, yeah. Calvinism's a good idea. (laughs) Oh, I know what we can do. We could do a fireworks show on July 4th and just bring everybody in. That's what we could do. Love fireworks. Yeah. You know that, and maybe we need to kind of break apart religion. But I think the monotheistic religions, you know, to to your point, uh, are more future oriented. But some of the religions, like Buddhism, is more now oriented. It's about more centering yourself and and you know living. A, God, it sounds so crazy. Like it's got more of an understanding that what you're doing now has meaning, you know, and, where, and it does. I mean, I... evangelicalism, the only meaning that gives that the only meaning that comes out of the now they, they talk about, Oh, well you could get rewards later, you know? Um, so you know, that's why, you know, and I'm, you know, sorry, I'm going off here a little bit, but that, you know, that's why in Christianity, the divorce rate is the same it is uh, or worse than in the rest of the world. Yeah. You know, that's why, um, you have all of the same issues, you know, that Christians shouldn't be doing are just as bad within the Christian, um, communities as they are outside, uh, because they, um, there's not a there's not a complete understanding of the here and the now. Yeah. 
Because if you can go, well, if I believe the right thing to get me something later, like the hope in eternal life, then really what I do now has no meaning. Mm-hmm. Really has no meaning. Where Because God's in control anyways. Because God's so. in control anyways. And so um, it's very easy for the human mind to separate, well, yeah, sure, I had an affair on my wife and left her and did all of these things, but I believe in the blood of Jesus Christ that he paid for my sins, and so therefore I'm going to heaven. It's very easy to start justifying all of these things where some of these other religions go, well, no, you're a piece of crap because you cheated on and you left your kids behind. Deal with the here and the now because that's where your reward is. Sorry, that was a well, well. A good example. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Buddhist and Buddhism, and you know, uh, not all Buddhists, but um, believe in reincarnation. And part of that, you know, where you are reincarnated in, in Buddhism, some parts of this, I think, is a Southern Buddhist. You know, they're they're very popular around here. Uh, so they <laughs> they like a lot of sweet tea. Oh, that is funny. Uh, yeah, but but seriously, I, they they're looking at more of a karmic. Uh, so it's really about karma, and so they 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 believe that you know this life, what they do in this life impacts their how they will be uh, uh, reincarnated in the next life. So it's very much focused on this life because your actions it's very much works and one of the great things i thought about christianity was it wasn't works based until i realized it was and, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and then i realized it was yeah. it just is disguised as grace based yeah if you really want to enjoy the blessings of god tie it to my church mhm yeah but uh how about now? Now that, um, you know, I'm in, in my position, I've left, now I've left Christianity and I'm, um, I'm a seeker and I consider myself to be agnostic. You know, what, what hope should I have now? Um, what hope do you have right now? It, it's, it's, it's amazing how much more at peace I am not thinking anymore that I was born in, you know, sin and a sinner since birth and, you know, not, I'm not worth anything without the, without the, you know, the blood of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And and so whenever you, you see the value of your life being more what you make your life, um, it's funny how I'm, I'm, since I've left Christianity, I'm much more conscious of the environment. And we, we, we now recycle. Um, we, you know, there's a lot of things we try to do to, uh, to, to better you know, other people. You know, we, we, put a, we went to Women's March and, and, and just, there's just more things. You, I have a lot more hope because I realize that, that there are certain things that are within my power. And I can, I'm not saying I'm not changing things, but I can change things with other people being together with a common cause. And there's a lot of excitement in that that I'm not, I'm not waiting for a God to, to 
stamp that okay or kill it. I, I, I can just do what I think is right and do my best. You feel more responsible, right? Um, in a way, yes. In a way, no. So, I would say no in terms of the responsibility of a Christian to do all the things I really have to do. Uh, I mean, I, there's just certain things that I just, I, I just, um, I just got to the point where I just couldn't, I couldn't do anything uh, on the Christian side. Uh, but I actually do think I have a lot more hope now, just simply because um, I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to save me, nor do I think I'm needing a savior. So I don't, I don't think I'm inherently bad. I think I'm inherently good, and that's a big, that's a big paradigm shift in somebody's mind. Yeah, to just realize that hey, I, I wasn't born a horrible, evil person. I was born first. I, I was born human, and uh, and I, I have certain gifting and talents, and there's certain things I love to do, and I can follow the uh, guitar. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I know you're you on 12 chords now, and that's one chord for every string. <laughs> no, it's two chords for every string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't have a whole lot of hope in mathematics, but uh, but seriously, I have, I, and I hear this from other people that when they've left the faith, because I, I do, I do talk to a lot of the people that have left the faith. I've been in different groups than that. And how much better life is, and how much more hope you have after you leave, and it is totally counterintuitive to what I thought my entire life. I thought I would just be some kind of you know, rich waiting for the world to end. And that's just not the way it is. Yeah, the responsibility I was, I was asking about is, is uh, you know, do you feel more responsible for yourself than your person? Yeah, I was trying to filibuster, you know, but in that answer that question. But I mean, for, you know, because now you get to decide. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't. That, that's what's a little bit confusing, where I felt like that responsibility as a Christian was a burden. Now I look at it as a joy you know, and an opportunity. Because I'm not waiting for a God to bless it. I'm just doing what I think is the right thing. Well, or even not even just bless it. Well, he's in control. Yeah. Your example about the guy messing around on his wife and, and, and all that. And it's like, why is, uh, so his hope is, is out there. So why is that always out in the future? You know, why, is, why is God in control later? But he doesn't seem to be in control now. <laughs> that's a no, great point. It's, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's actually a great way to put that. That is a great way. And we've brought up other similar even adults in spiritual abuse, it's like the God was in control, those things, you know, and I get it, you know, well, maybe maybe I don't get it until now, but I was going to say that the rough things in life are what the shape us 
into who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, but maybe you need to kind of let go of the religion, let go of that whole aspect of really understanding that life is tough and causes us to make decisions that us into better people. Well, if you go through a bad patch now, it's like, you know, bad things really do happen. I mean, so we're in a world and some there's good days, there's bad days, there's things that happen that are good and there's things that happen that are bad and you know, control is just like control and whatever else is kind of left up to, you know, to whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, but if you're a Christian and something bad happens to you, then you're like, hey, God is is upset with me, so this is punishment, or B, God's allowing me to go through it for a certain reason, to learn something, and it's like, oh my, you can't even have a bad day without it being some kind of either judgment or life lesson. I mean, it could just be just a bad day. Things happen. I mean, we live in a world, and I'm not going to say fallen world, but I don't think we do. we, We live in a world where... Uh, we're, we're evolved humans, and and sometimes we, we just have bad days. I would say, you know, for myself, hope, hope doesn't come from what it's going to happen. You know what's interesting? It's not even going to happen. Just it doesn't even register. Hope is, you know, a lot of times, Hope and we yell with our children so that one day they'll come back and want to spend time with us. You know, that's where my hope is. My, you know, I don't go, I hope that my children will be saved so that when they're all dead and I see them in the It doesn't register anymore. It doesn't even make any sense Because I'm reserved to the fact that if God is in control, then whatever God wants is going to happen in has nothing to do with what I say. Mm-hmm. You know, but what I can do is love my wife and love my children and, and, and be a part of what they're doing and then have hope that that will continue into the future as long as I'm still there. You know, I've been asked before, why do you do the podcast when you only have, you know, 200,000 listeners? You know, my response is uh, that my response oh, that is that then I want to leave. I want to. It is kind of cool though when you think of leaving. Um, I wish when my dad passed away that I could hear his voice and and understood and really understand what he believed in and what he, you know, what he wanted uh, to do. Uh, Kids can, uh, can listen to my dad's insurance. Uh, they're not a part of it. That's that's only the Jehovah's Witnesses that listen to. <laughs> the rest of them are are. Uh, <laughs> we do, yeah. I don't know. So hope to me is not, you know, you know, hope, hope is about restoration, but restoration, not in a, not in a 
biblical sense, but in a but in a human sense, you know, can people restore relationships here and now? Not re- not based off of what they believe, but the fact that but but based off of off of the idea that they're people that matter. You know, yeah. is that is that is that something we can put hope in? You know, um, yeah. can we put hope in the fact that we need to take care of this planet because it's the only one we have? The fact that there's no indication that we're going anywhere. I realize Elon's working on getting us to Mars and stuff like that, you know, building the base on the moon. But anyways, but like, but that's that in the here and the now of what we're doing, you know, the only hope I have is in loving the people around me dearly because that's the only thing that's going to, um, you know, turn into something. Good, if I'm making any sense. Yeah, you know, I, I think it starts there. I think we, I, I think not just restoration, but also uh, nurturing relationships. Yes, and that's developing a great point. relationships, and um, you know, thinking not just what's best for me, not what's best for my clan, or. Uh, but what's best for everyone, you know what. W- I hope, you know, there's, I hope that, uh, when a stranger is in my neighborhood, I don't go grab my shotgun and a couple neighbors and go run him down and shoot him. You know, I, I hope that if I'm on a train and, and somebody's assaulting a young woman, I don't take out my phone and just record it Yeah, and not do anything, not intervene and not, you know, not not make a stand. My, you know, my hope is that, uh, ultimately, and we could go, we could go th- for hours with, with the things that are frightening right now mm-hmm. in our nation, in this world, um, you know, very real specific things, uh, issues with race and issues with, uh, disease and, and all of that. And, and people standing in opposition to doing what's best, for the most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, so, so the hope, you know, my hope is that, uh, that there's more people that want what's best for everyone mm-hmm. and that, that, uh, there'll be less people that, that want to burn it to the ground just yeah. to be right. Or just cause, uh, you know, I, if I can't have it, nobody can. Yeah. You make some, I mean, ultimately those are the points, you know, I think that we're, you know, all trying to make. And when we, when we get away from that and go, well, my hope is only in something way in the future, it starts to degrade that, I hope for what is best for everyone. Yeah. I mean, I I think think that's the point we're making. Yeah. I think it flies in the face of it altogether. I I think that when, when that is your hope, you have given up on others. You've given up on future generations. You've given up on, uh, uh, you know, 
terminology here, but you've given up on creation. Yeah. Hmm. You, you've, you've given up on the, on the very thing that you are, um, I mean, when you think about the odds of your existence, each one of us's existence mm-hmm. oh, yeah. is yeah, I know. astronomical. It's scary. And you think of those odds and that we have overcome that to have an opportunity to, to live and to breathe. And how can I best use this opportunity? Uh, you know, when, when you, when you put your hope where ours used to be, um, you are, you're blowing all that out of the water. Yeah. You're just giving up on that altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which also causes you to only want to be around the people that agree with you. Yep. You create tribes, only want to be with tribes. <clears throat> and, um, which obviously in turn creates more problems, you know? Um, um, well, I yeah. think we, I think we naturally do that. Um, we do. I, I, I think we, I mean, you know, the three of us don't disagree a whole lot about a whole lot. Yes, we uh, do. <laughs> but the, Buc- the Buckeyes are the best. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. But, but, but seriously, I mean, when, when you think about um, Christianity, you really, you really have to agree. And if you don't, then you start either somebody's going to have to figure out how to agree or they're going to get cast out. Or I mean, it's just a totally different uh, dynamic that I don't – we agree, but neither one – none of us have to be right. Or we're so dogmatic that that somebody who comes to the door that doesn't believe like we believe, we'll give them an opportunity to believe what we believe. But if they don't accept it pretty soon, mm-hmm. they can't be a part of our they can't yeah. be a part of our team. That's you know? right. That's right. And that that's that's not the way we live now. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. <clears throat> and, and and David, I think you were saying this earlier too, and I want to agree with it. It's like you know, if you do shed a lot of these concepts not realizing that they're not, I'm going to even say true, you know, you know, there's no indication that believe that hell is true. So if you Mm -hmm. let that go, it creates freedom. And in fact, it actually creates hope, you know, if you, and then all, you know, you can take all of these different ideas, you know, that God is sitting there judging you because you were born into sin if you go, yeah, there's actually no indication that that's actually true, and you let that go, it instills hope in you to realize that humanity is actually good, with the ability to be rotten and and horrible, but also with the understanding that we can all make the choice to become become better people. It's just the freedom. Yeah. To me, I I, I think on this side of religion or lack thereof, I have the freedom to hope. And where on the other side, it just, everything was out of my control. It's, it felt like, you know, I mean, you're following a, a, a sovereign God and I don't know, it just, I, life is so much better. I mean, I, I, I mean, we, we've talked about it so many times off, you know, Sundays, Ain't no way I go back to church. I love my Sundays, and I, I wake up on Sunday mornings with more uh, joy and happiness and hope. 
than I ever did going to what, what a downer. Pancakes taste so much better on Sunday mornings. Oh my gosh. And just, I, I don't know. I just, it's one of the, 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 it's a second Saturday. I mean, it's like the best, best thing in life is just having that extra day. You know, it's just spend with your family and, and do what you want to do. And, and, uh, I don't know when you let all that go and, and you realize it's not true. Uh, and, and, and it was getting to the point where, where it wasn't believing it was not true. Yeah. It was the point of knowing it wasn't true. Yeah. And now it's so much more hope. Yeah. So much more hope. Yeah. And humanity and hope and just people and just so, you know, the days are just brighter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even if, uh, I mean, even any, if the, <laughs> sorry, tongue tied, <laughs> even if there's part of you that wants to cling to, to some of, of, uh, mm-hmm. of what we used to believe, letting go of the things that just don't make sense, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, absolutely. there's freedom in that, you know, letting go of hell, which we talked about a couple weeks ago, you know, letting go of hell. Okay. Letting go of, uh, of, if there's a God, uh, he will, will only love me if, you know, if it's all conditional, we've been taught about unconditional love, but, but the, the God that we've, uh, been taught our entire lives was completely conditional, completely yeah. transactional. 100%. And was, yeah. And so it's like, but boy, even just starting there, starting at those couple things is wait, does God love me or does God not love me? Mm-hmm. Okay, if there's a God, does he love me? Does he not love me? Well, I hope he loves me. And so, therefore, I can let go of these other things that we know Mm -hmm. are not love. That's right. Hell being one of them. Conditions being one of them. That's right. You know, all of that. And and there's freedom in that. And and then, uh, you know, there's a beginning. There's there's Uh, a... Yeah, you're right. It's refreshing to think that God is instilling us to move, to love people around us even more. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's great. That's a wonderful idea and thought. And, and there's just, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, because in my opinion, that's what instills hope. Yeah. Well, Um, and that's where we, we end up in the mess we're in now is because, mm -hmm. because those who have decided that God only loves them because of the transaction they've completed or are in the process of, therefore I don't have to care about the others who aren't, who aren't meeting those expectations, who Mm -hmm. aren't doing that. God doesn't love them. So I don't need to either. Mm. Where's the hope in that? That's right. It's great to be free of the fact that you think that God did not give you the talent to play guitar and you realize you can play guitar. That's right. That you have the That's talent. hope. That's right. Yeah. You're like, the fact that God didn't give you the talent, but that one day you could find it. I think I said that I didn't think God gave me the talent. God may have, in fact, given me the talent. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I think so. I think there's hope. <clears throat> yeah, there one day hope. that you will you'll be ripping off guitar solos like uh, Steve Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. David Gilmore. Yeah, mm. yeah. Phoebe yeah. Buffet. 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> Smell like cat. The old lady. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> good reference. That was that, good. That's a C, isn't it? And the yeah, old lady's a C. Right. I, was it? I don't know. Because it was it, like... I thought it was like this. Yeah, it is. It's like a C. It's like a C. Okay. Anyways. We digress. Constantly. <laughs> it's our job. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I want to end uh, our discussion today on on hope. With hope. About hope, and uh, and be encouraging about yeah. about the hope. I, I am I am optimistic. You know, I I uh, I get to talk to people frequently who are not these days. Yeah, and there are lots of reasons to be concerned. And my hope and my optimism is not without concern. But I I, I hope uh, for this next generation. I hope for people who are realizing the things that are wrong in this world, uh, the things, uh, the systems that are set up to uh, be a disadvantage to most mm-hmm. and an advantage to the few. And uh, and I, I, I'm just hopeful that, that we'll stand up and be counted and make some changes. And... That's my hope. Yeah. Me too. Meantime, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to say what needs to be said. Mm -hmm. Speak up when it's time to speak up. Uh, You know, I'm going to stand up when it's time to stand up. And I I invite you all to do the same. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. That's great. And thanks for listening. If you made it this far, congratulations. (laughs) You, you're amazing. You are amazing. He has hope. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much. That uh man, thanks. We really appreciate you guys listening. And uh we will uh, talk to you again soon. And and we love to have um show ideas. So yeah. Any other podcast uh topics that you guys have, we'd love to uh to talk about them. So um Yep. We don't have all the answers, but we're looking for more questions. Yeah, exactly. That's questionable. Thanks for listening. Our greatest hope for this podcast is for you to join the conversation. You can do so at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or that's question one on Twitter. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those casting the pod.